Yeah. 
Um, we are actually at the Clayton Hotel opposite the Siege and I'm delighted to say I've Mick here from Zealot Cult. How are Woo. you Mick? Yeah, all good man. All good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you feel about the Siege? I mean, it's in your hometown. Any any emotions there? Um, the Siege is pretty cool. It's a cool thing. Do you know, 30 plus bands, three stages, free in. You get to meet lads that you haven't seen in years. That's probably the best part of it. I think it's like you know you get to meet a lot of people that you haven't seen in fucking years or whatever. And you all get together, have a good laugh. It's always great. Like this, the lineup is going from strength to strength each year. Yeah, bad but especially with each siege. Like so, like last year's one in particular with Primordial Bowser, that was awesome. Like a two nighter event. Like yeah, oh yeah, so, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that was so was like, that last year. It was that was no, it October actually. October last year. Yeah. So the Saturday night was a ticket at the event, and then the Sunday then was the siege. Yeah, as normal. And that was a savage weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the some of the bands that I played over the years, like um like Dead Congregation, personal favourite band of mine. Never oh. thought like myself and Jay went to like uh the Redemption Fest in Dublin years ago. It was a primordial kind of curated event. Yeah. And I think the ticket was about forty, maybe fifty quid for the ticket. Right. And we just sped up the road, went in, watched Dead Congregation and fucked off back to Limerick. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, literally like paid yeah, fifty yeah, quid yeah, to yeah, yeah. see them. Like that's no disrespect to any of the other bands whatever, but that's like that's what sold the deal for us. Like going, they're playing in Dublin and going and yeah. there, like yeah. Yeah. So to see them, see a band like that at the siege was deadly. Yeah. I yeah. mean bad reputation needs a big they're doing, yeah. They're doing a fantastic job in fairness. Stellar job, like, especially now with the likes of um Amon Amart, Behemoth coming up in the castle. Isn't that just that's incredible? Insane. Yeah. I just hope they arrive up in a boat. That's it. Up the river in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> be fucking brilliant. Yeah. So um, I just want to congratulate you as well. I mean, you can't ignore, we're just having beers here as well, by the way. You can't ignore um, the fact that this year has been pretty fucking special for Zealot Cult. I mean, they've landed Bloodstock and they're also on a US tour. So Mick, uh, what are your feelings about maybe first Bloodstock and then the US tour? Um, very, very excited about Bloodstock. It was nice. It was great to be asked to actually to play at Bloodstock. Like I know a lot of bands that go through the the metal to the masses thing, like, and it's a slog, and it is a slog. And yeah. they, the bands that get their fair play and whatever, but to be asked straight up, like, do you want to slot at Bloodstock? Was brilliant, like, and the Sophie stage as well. Like. Sophie stage as well, like, so it's pretty cool. We're on at midday on the Friday, but so what? Like, so what? Yeah, big deal. Jesus yeah. Christ, what an achievement to get it's to the Sophie stage. So, yeah, and Ten Ton Slogger playing as well. They're playing the night before the run, just before Rotting Christ oh, on the Sophie stage. Isn't it so, just unbelievable? So just we knew a few weeks ago about it. I met Sean 
from 10 ton slug and he say ah, any news I said well I have something <laughs> but I, I can't tell you he goes what is it and, I just, and he's like oh no way we're playing as well so be good laugh do you, think, there with do you think Sean had the heads up on you like I don't know <laughs> I don't know maybe I don't know yeah, he's, yeah. Um, have you been to Bloodstock before Mike Never, never okay. been there. Okay. Always talked about going to it. Yeah, but something it's, always came up. Yeah, never got to. Do you know what? It. You'll fucking love it because it's actually a, it's on a smaller scale, and yeah. the sound, the stage, everything where you'll be playing is perfect for you. Cool, you know, so. and um, and the sport. I mean, every year um, that we we've gone there for four years, and every year that that and they're and they are very fucking good for Irish bands they yeah. always have Irish bands over there right through I mean metal through the masses okay fair enough but Nacrunta Zahora uh, Ten Ton Slug um, you'll have Savage's support over there you know yeah so really really looking forward to that so that's a big that's, one that's, now yeah that'll be pretty cool like and hopefully we get some stuff after the back of that maybe oh definitely 100% percent. You, you know? you'll be in England a lot now because of that and yeah. that's that's the way it is and that's the way they work as well they're very good that way yeah. I find myself because I mean again like you look at Zohora and you look at Ten Ton Slug when they played they've got a load of gigs over in the UK and done UK tours yeah. on the strength of that you know yeah which is pretty so, cool so talk about the US tour um, I think there's you thanked uh, Zach Mild from Oxlade is it yeah Um did he help you get over to you to the USA? Or yeah, what? it's Zach that's bringing us over. So basically, like Zach works at the St. Vitus Bar in Brooklyn. Okay. So he right. books bands in the St. Vitus Bar. He sent uh, he sent a message to the band page, like going, "Fucking love your album. Love to get you over to America. What's happening here?" So straight away, I was thinking, like, "Who's this guy, Zach Mild?" Do you know what I mean? I was thinking <laughs> it's a fucking robot now or something like that. Do you know? <laughs> So I went down snooping through his Facebook page and it seemed like working at St. Vitus Bar, blah, blah, blah. I was going, all right, so the guy is legit, maybe. So I started talking back and like going, yeah, we'd fucking love to get over there. I was like, how are you going to get us over? Like, yeah. So it kind of led from there. Then. Okay. So he's hooking us up like with uh, a show in Washington in the brew works. It's supposed to be, like it's a brewery as well as a fucking venue. Like. Okay, cool. And I was talking to Johnny from Conan. He said they played there, like Conan played there. He says, awesome venue. He says, St. Vitus is deadly as well. And well, the name St. Vitus is yeah, on, yeah. You, there's like a channel on YouTube, every single gig that's on the St. Vitus bar is always recorded, uploaded there. Like Megadeth played a secret show there last year. Wow, yeah, holy just, shit, yeah, man. You're in, the, in no amongst just, the big lads. Just like. known as like uh, Vic and the Rattleheads, they played a secret show or something. Okay. Like Tickets were like $5 in to see yeah. them or something like that. Yeah. Place holds like 200 people. Yeah. But like you see the videos on YouTube, like you see the likes of fucking Exarder playing in there. Ah. You see like um, St. Vitus playing in there. Yeah. Um, who else? Pentagram I think just Pentagram video up there of them it's same Vitus maybe yeah, yeah. I don't know I'm not sure so you're you're, you're so gracing the hollow stage it's, it's, it's a fucking it's a cool stage do you know what I mean like it's, yeah. it's like it's probably the biggest place in New York for underground metal yeah. and stuff like that Like, but I mean your sound alone as a band I just want to kind of talk about that for a minute Um, so you got it was mastered by Richard Dowling which which is but funny Richard, yeah. which is funny enough because he did um, our Chaos's um new ep as well that's right um it's wav is it wav studios is it or something wav mastering wav mastering yeah, yeah. and that's it's funny the way it kind of came up there because i straight away recognized that and um it was recorded and mixed by kieran Collan. that's right yeah i mean what a sound you yeah. got out of that i mean it, it would throw you back to the morris sounds back with um scott burns you know no, in saying that that wasn't the sound we set out to achieve okay by any means no that's just the way it just came about 
talk about that so, then. Yeah. Like when we 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 had the songs written and we were fucking rehearsing like two three nights of the week, just practicing songs over and over again till we could play them in our sleep. Right. So we went in to record with Kieran. I think like the drums were done in like a fucking like we had three full days to do the drums I think we did like one full day of drums and then like two half days and the whole thing was done no clicks it was myself and Jay playing rhythm guitars along with Decky while he was tracking all the drums so all the all the songs you listen to they're all full takes and drums there's no punching in or out or, Jesus yeah, it's like from from start to finish like there's a couple of songs on there that were first takes from straight like from start to finish that's couple incredible a couple of others maybe I think the most he maybe went on, on a song would have been like three takes that was it like guitars then like so we had kind of like guide guitars down that we'd done with Decky while he was tracking his drums okay some 7 J then went back in we redid the guitars we were, like we re-recorded them on top and using them as a guide but like when we went like Jay was up first to track his guitars and then like he got a letter saying that he had to go for neck surgery he had fucking discs removed out of <laughs> his neck and everything like. it's a common occurrence of those metlers yeah so they went in through his through, the f- through his throat like and pulled Fuck his vocal cards out of the way to take out discs and everything uh, like so yeah. Jesus li- he was like, literally like a week and a half later a big fucking neck brace on him he was like Blackadder man <laughs> Blackadder 2 or Blackadder 3 or something brilliant but, um, and it, did yeah, he we go got back great mileage out of that yeah joke, of course anyway, but yeah. um like he was in Fair Fox to man, he was in tracking guitars with a fucking neck brace on him and everything. Like that kind of um like see we had it planned out with Kieran going, right, we go these days, we go these days and then his operation came up and going, Right, your operation's tomorrow. Literally he was on a, a list like kinda of going at any time he'd be called in for it. Right. So he was going in like a Sunday to do his guitars and he got a call going, like, You're in Monday morning down in Cork for this surgery. So okay. he did as much as he could on the Sunday, yeah. guitars and vocal wise before he went down. Then what he a legend! Back. So while he was kind of recovering, I tracked all my guitars then as well. Okay, and then so, so had, were you on a tight budget, or had you? How did you figure out kind of time wise to fit in all this around? I mean, there's a lot of fucking stress involved in this as well, I'd imagine. Well, it wasn't too bad because we were very well rehearsed with it. Yeah, it sounds like so, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was literally just case straight in, play it. That's it. Yeah, Do you mean there was no kind of uh, I wish I did that better or I did this better or whatever. It's like we had it set out in our head. And how long did it take, Mike? All together. Well, see, we went in the end of June, right? But with the surgery and all that and everything, so by the time we got everything wrapped up, it was in September. Okay, but it was kind of sporadic. It was like days here, days yeah. here, whatever. Like yeah. so, and more um, kind of blood harvest then, kind of. W- did I give you the kind of freedom of uh, of that time? Absolutely, like yeah, there was no pressure. It was all done to us whenever. Yeah, we had it done. Like, yeah. yeah, the only thing really that was kind of time-wise that we were conscious about was it's where it's sent off to be pressed in Europe on vinyl and cassette and CD. A lot of labels use the same pressing company, so there was like a backlog of about six months. Really? Yeah, Jesus. to get stuff back. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting to hear. Yeah, like um, I know Dara from Invictus, like he uses the same pressing plant as well. I was talking to Rob from Vomiter and he's like going we submitted our album there months ago we won't have it for like fucking six months or whatever Jesus like, you know yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. it's a pretty like they're a big place that G's, they're called GZ right. the pressing plant and they're in Eastern Europe like so okay. they do everything like yeah. yeah they do all the underground metal in Europe like and of course you you only kind of heard about this was it through the, through other lads that kind of went through kind of the delays and stuff like that? Is it were That's you aware it. of it? Like, or I was I was kind of aware of it, but 
I became more of aware of it then when I heard like fucking every label in Europe uses the place that's going right fair enough that explains it okay right. yeah yeah so but Kieran did a fucking stellar job man in the album like oh, like really good like like all the reviews like I mean I read plenty of reviews of it like and every one of them just hark back to the the tightness of the band the sound of the band the professionalism that went into it and performances of all of you right through was just fucking incredible and give acknowledgement i mean and and the best part is you're from ireland you know yeah i I think people forget that when they're reviewing it and you know there's a lot to be fucking said to fucking be compared to 90s dead metal bands like pestilence and them you know but But that's what we that's what we grew up on like yeah yeah we're fucking rare than that stuff no the the influences are in there like and we're not we're not blatantly ripping off bands it's just it's the way it comes across I think take the credit like it's just fantastic it's a no. great album as well like. we're slagging the arse off Jay when we're <laughs> playing with Pestilence oh yeah how yeah, did that go actually, that, was, yeah. that was pretty cool but the vocal style very similar to Pestilence right yeah I said like, oh, man you're going to have to change your fucking vocals now tonight I said like, what do you mean it's like, he won't be too happy you now if he hears you or whatever like. <laughs> so we got chatting with him he seemed alright and they were like going like you're a massive influence on our, our vocalist he fucking loves your vocals or whatever yeah, so Jay then kind of met him towards the end of the night, and he's like, "You're the guy that's ripping me off." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was funny though. Nice lads were they? Yeah, so grand, enough, yeah, yeah. yeah. The bass or the the guitarist, Colleen and the drummer, they were fucking bang on. Like, do you mean they were up for the crack or whatever? The rest of them kind of just did their own thing. Like, like I mean, make if somebody said to you twenty years ago, "Well, look, lads, you're going to be sharing the stage with Pestilence," you know, what would you have said? Like, you know. You like wouldn't even believe them. No, you sure you wouldn't. You wouldn't even think they'd be still going. Yeah. And and again, it's a tribute to your to the hard work you've put in as well. Like I mean, fuck it, you're a hard working band, you know. How does that work go um, in relation to the day to day activities? I mean, I presume you have probably full time jobs as well. Yeah, uh, kids. A, is there kids as well? Yeah, there's yeah. a balance there. Is there? There's a balance there. Yeah. See, we try the situation that we're all in. Like we all have families. We all have full time jobs. So it's kind of like what we can do most at weekends and whatever and we try and balance it then that way yeah you know, so. but look you know you're realistic you can't make a living out of this no you can't that, you it's know. fucking it's our thing we go away and we do it and that's it and we come come home again like, yeah. do you I mean like under no illusions of fucking making money after this no do you mean but like you see lads there man to go in to play fucking soccer and rugby that's their thing or whatever mm. Us is going off playing gigs or whatever it's yeah. just so happens that we're very fortunate after falling into like we're getting to play with bands to influenced us and bands that we listened to when we were growing up or whatever it's kind of going right it's pretty cool like yeah yeah but we're just fucking keep it going as long as we can like and uh, again know? i mean you have a huge support like what's your opinions i mean as i said this is why i'm doing the podcast is to pr- promote and also talk about um old school metal as well and you're you're fucking old school make like me um, what's your opinion on the the metal scene now at the moment? I don't think in there's Ireland a, is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a scene in Europe as strong as what we have at the moment. I, Would that be outrageous or no? It wouldn't be outrageous, but it's like certain subgenres are more popular than others now, right? Okay. So at the moment, like you're seeing all the doom bands yeah, and sludge. That's, yeah. that's massive at the moment, right? That's it is, really yeah. fucking blown up. Like most of the bands that are playing the siege today are very doomy sludgy bands this very doom orientated siege this time around which is cool like I like doom as well yeah. do you know so but it kind of it goes by genres like years ago you had your big black metal explosion like no I'm not mm. talking about the likes of Mayhem and but I'm talking again years about 10 years back when you had the likes of like 1349 
Gargarat stuff like that yes, that was yeah. really popular like especially when they had the gig in Poland with all the sheep's heads and everything <laughs> but there was tons of black metal bands starting up around then as well like so that was big for a while then you had the trash thing you know like you oh. you had like no you had your gamma bombs and you had was it mass extinction from Dublin they were mass class extinction they were, were fucking class. deadly yeah, yeah. yeah. mass extinction and you had the whole trash thing blown up especially Eric picked up on it like his, the likes of Evil and stuff like that yeah they did you actually mean, Yeah, that kind of fizzled out again then it, I think it kind of went more the under, underground kind of death metal then mm. do you know like grab my asthma fucking dead congregation portal all that kind of yeah. stuff and that's what we're kind of seeing at the moment and you see I think a lot of those bands they're all drenched in fucking reverb and delay and stuff like that it's on a very cavernous sound and you can hear it's all being stripped back now like do you mm. know so at the moment it's kind of sludge and doom, doom yeah. and sludge is the thing like so who knows yeah. what the next thing will be like yeah but uh, but more importantly um, people are going to the gigs you know and and we and and as I said, like there's also there's a good support structure around for young bands that are coming through now as well. Would you agree? There is, yeah, absolutely. But to get on something like the siege and stuff like that, and I've heard the lads from Bad Rep talking about it, like to get on the siege, like you can't you can't literally just fucking email the lads and go, oh, can we play the siege? You, know, you have to put the work in. Yes, I mean you have to have something out there. You have to be gigging. You have to be committed to it, like. Yeah. Like you go in there today, like every single band is fucking march for sale. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah, it's like, a great point, yeah. actually. Yeah, every single band, yeah. no, like going right. We have our shirts, we have our CDs. We, if they vinyl, they have vinyls and whatever. Yeah. You see stickers all over the fucking walls yeah. and the jacks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know they're they're clued in? Like yes, yeah. yeah. It's actually I'm glad you brought that up because it it brings us nicely to the artwork, which is Paolo Girardi. Paolo Girardi. Girardi. Yeah. yeah, the wrestler. That's right, the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> How so. did you come across him? And um, fair play to whoever did. It was f- it's a f- it's just a beautiful album cover. It's a fucking deadly album cover. Um, the way we got to work with Paolo is um, we were kind of talking about who we get to do the artwork and whatever, and we wanted something more kind of old school, something that was painted. Yes. Like a fucking like a classic old school death metal album cover. Yeah, cool. You know, no, the likes of Dan Seagrave and stuff like that is far beyond our fucking reach. Like, I mean, cost yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. bomb to get someone like him. And Ed Replica was Ed probably... Replica and all that. Like, and even as still, like, you can see them, they're kind of sneaking digital in there. They like, are, of course, they know, are, so yeah. Fuck that, like, yeah. so... But Paolo Grardi stuff, like, I have a couple of albums at home, like the Diocletian ones, and he did the artwork on him, and the artwork is absolutely insane. So Jay was up my house one night, and I was going, oh, this guy pulled out the Diocletian cover. Then we started Googling loads of his stuff. So and it's just mind blowing. So, so we were like, fuck it, yeah, we'll contact him. So Jay got in touch with Paolo. He was talking to a couple of other artists as well at the time. I can't remember who they were. But Paolo came back then, like, he goes, like, yeah, I'll do it for you. So Direct contact, not true record con- label. No, or direct money. contract, yeah, just contact, just hooked up with, like, sent a message on Messenger. There that's, you go. That's the glory, the beauty of fucking social media. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, for young bands out there, this is a prime example of just going, contact the guy directly go on Mick yeah so, so he came back and he said he'd do it and that if we wanted we could send him lyrics and send him song titles and stuff and he'll work off of that then so we sent him sent him a bunch of lyrics we sent him song titles as well and he worked away on it but there's a funny story about the artwork like we set up a group chat on fucking messenger <laughs> with Paolo Grardi in it with the band okay yeah 
and fucking one of the lads in the band thought it was just a regular fucking band chat or whatever <laughs> and a lot of Gerardis work like you'd have dicks painted in there and stuff like that so fucking one of the lads was like, it was actually Alan yeah I'm gonna fucking shame him nowhere but uh, Alan goes like so Paul Gerardi's doing our artwork he goes brilliant he goes hope there's like fucking loads of cocks all over it he, so Gerardi then replied back and Alan didn't even know he was in the chat and he's like um, an apocalyptic landscape full of cocks he goes I'll do it he goes it'll be fucking amazing so Alan actually then bounced back out into the actual band chat and go what the fuck when did you tell me he was in there we're like ah fuck it <laughs> so we got chatting to him down along there and he's that's kind of fantastic yeah so he's kind of asking like what's the concept behind the songs what are they about and f- it's all it's all about religion it's all about persecution fucking torture mm. typical death metal stuff yeah yeah, so he based the artwork off of that then. Like, so it's an original piece. Yeah, he commissioned it. Yeah, that's mind blowing, yeah. lads. No, Jesus he has Christ. he has the original piece over in Italy. Like, I know, but I mean, he's yeah. he kind of made that on the on on the information you gave him that's and, it, yeah. and listening to the lyrics no, and songs. That's, he sent us that's back brilliant. an original draft of it, right? And there was like this. Do you know on the album cover there's like this Inquisitor character? Like, yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah. The robe and the hat or whatever. Yeah. He wasn't originally in there. There was right. like this kind of big fucking barbarian dude with an axe. Okay. He was cutting some fella's head okay. off. I thought it looked savage because I was like binge watching Game of Thrones at the time. It was about <laughs> fucking four seasons yeah. in after two weeks. <laughs> you know, so I was going, ah, that's brilliant. And the lads are going like, nah, it looks like fucking He-Man or something like that. <laughs> so Classic. he came back anyway. So the lads are kind of going, ah, not happy with that character there. It doesn't tie in okay. the concept of the album. It's more about kind of fucking mind control or whatever. And so yeah. He goes, ah, I get you or whatever. Right, so okay. So he came back to him with this inquisitor kind of character like it actually works yeah it works very well it's really good like what i love about it and i'm a huge fan of power trip as well and if you look at both album covers logic yeah Yeah. jesus you look at both albums both your album and power trips have a singular eye separated yeah severed between the two of them okay um, I didn't did you that. notice that? No, see, I don't have a physical copy of the Power Trip album. I was only listening to it on Spotify. So, oh, right, okay. You know, yeah, so yeah. you seen cover like that. So, so, you, tiny yeah. but so Mick has admitted to going on Spotify and that whole Ah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And vinyl. That, well, there, there's another side of things yeah. as well. Um, in relation then to one other artist as well, Mark Ruddick. Mark Riddick. Yeah. Um, what a fucking design. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't When's it? that appearing? Um, we're going to get that done on shirts for the cool. gigs in the States. And you'll, we'll have it in Ireland, sure. We'll have yeah. it in Ireland as well, yeah. So we're keep, kind of keeping that for America. Yeah. To run the shirts for the US gigs with that yeah. design on it. Uh, how did you come across him? With Mark Riddick. Yeah. That's fucking another mad story, actually. Go on. We love the mad stories. So fucking, it was Mark Riddick emailed us saying that he fucking loved our album or whatever. He's got his own band, right, called Fetid Zombie. Okay. So it's like it's a death metal thing, but he mm-hmm. has guest musicians on every album. So he's had like Prescriptor from Absu playing drums in his album. He's had um the guy from fucking Rotten Christ Singer, what's his name? Oh, what an album by the way. The yeah. new album. He had him do vocals like for a full EP. Right. So this time around he wanted Jay to do vocals, do all the vocals for this EP that he's coming up. Okay. And it's the guitar player from Arses, he used to be in Black Dahlia Murder, James. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He's doing all the solos on it, and Michael Mott from Carcass is doing (laughs) solos on it as well. Christ, so he asked, like, he loves Jay's vocal style, so he was like, going. So we just forwarded a message on to Jay, come here, this dude here is looking for you, whatever. Yeah, so Jay was chatting to him. So your man goes, Look, he goes, I can pay you for your vocals, or I can do artwork fee. 
So Jay goes, yeah, we'll take artwork. So that was a good choice, but, man. Yeah, it's, so the it's next, awesome. so but his new EP, yeah, Faded Zombie. So yeah, Jay is doing all the lead vocal, doing all the, the vocals on the album. That's incredible, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I think Michael Matt is on it as well. Is is it going to be a full album or an EP? You don't it's know. Be four or five songs or something. Okay. I only heard like about three songs that Jay played to me. Sounded pretty cool. Yeah. No, I heard it without the vocals. Kind of going. Couldn't get my head around it, but when I heard it with Jay's vocals, and then it's going, all right, I get it. it no, it like, makes sense. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. So yeah. it's pretty cool. I, t- I think his vocals are fucking deadly on it. Like, yeah, well, really Jay's good. fucking vocals. I mean, they're just unbelievable. Like, so he recorded his vocals with Kieran Colhan. Again, again, like, yeah. So keep like, that connection going. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm hoping if you're listening, Kieran, to c- come on the show. You know, he has to. Um, what about the writing process um, with with Witchy? Um, are you all contributing or? You know, um, I, I know it's early days, which I mean, you know, the way it's always worked is like I'd have riffs, Jay would have riffs. Yeah. Sometimes I'd have full songs, he'd have full songs, and okay. we're, if we're stuck anywhere, we'll meet up. Right. And we'll figure stuff out together. So we just put our riffs together, and we'll meet up with Decky. Yeah. And Decky then will arrange them, and he'll go, all right, this sounds better here, okay. this sounds better here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like the core of the songwriting is the three of us. So Decky is the Lars, is he? <laughs> Totally, <laughs> absolutely. He'd be delighted to know if you heard that. Actually, he'd love that. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And also, um, how did you connect with uh, Blood Harvest? Oh, that was when we recorded Carmenian. We released yeah, DP. Yeah. yeah, we self-released it on CD. Yeah. So we was that we, actually that was with Kieran as well. Was yeah, it? that was with yeah, Kieran. Yeah, we were inactive yeah. for years. Like fucking, do you mean like? We started what 2010. Yeah, we did the first demo, and then kind that, of that kind of fizzled that was, out a bit. That was 2010, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we started. Yeah, 2008. We did the first demo. 2010. Yeah, and, and then we kind of fizzled out then for a bit or whatever. Like we were always still meeting up every week, yeah, you know, jamming or whatever. Like, but fucking, we're kind of experimenting like music wise as well. Like, I mean, it was stuff was a lot more different than what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um. We weren't gigging as often or whatever, so it kind of died down. So we said, fuck it, do something. We try and get gigs going again. So we put together the three songs in Carmenian. Yeah, which is fucking But we, we like the style of that. Then yes. we're going like, why didn't we fucking do this yeah, years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it felt good and it felt right. Yeah. So we recorded the three songs anyway. Basically just to get word out there that we're back yeah. active again, looking for gigs. Yeah. That was it. So we brought out the CD and I said, fuck it, I'll shop it around to a few labels. See if anyone's interested okay. in fucking maybe putting it out on record or something like that. Yeah. So... Sent it off to about 10 or 12 labels. Oh, was Blood Harvest one of those? Blood Harvest came back straight away and they were like going, yeah, we'd love to fucking bring it out in vinyl. Yeah. So we did a licensing agreement with them then for the vinyl. Okay. That they have it for like three years or whatever. Right. But in the meantime, then they offered us like to do an album, but they'd have it in all formats as opposed to yes, just okay. vinyl. Yeah, yeah. So that's how that worked out. I'd say they were fucking delighted with it. Did you yeah, get much like, feedback from it? Like, We got loads of feedback actually, like, because they... Obviously, them being a label, they'd have a bigger outreach. They have a than huge us. roster. I yeah. was looking at the roster. Massive There's roster. Bands from fucking all over the world: Chile, yeah. Brazil, fucking Everyone. America. But they hooked up. With and them. the only Irish lads by Zella yeah. Cult. Fucking respect. Go on. But they hooked up with. Um, do you remember Regain Records? Yes. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, they're after they're after amalgamating together. Oh, did, did they take Harvest. them over? So did they're kind of it's like yeah. a partnership. All oh, right, okay. And yeah, Regain. Regain, or, mass, yeah. or fucking distributing and fucking marketing a lot of the stuff okay so like if you look at Regan's past roster list like you see Behemoth and Anthrax Danzig nuts, fucking man. 
do you know, just looking at the list and metal archives and going, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? Like, do you know? <laughs> so, and have you just kind of got one point going out to go to with Blood Harvest and just to bounce ideas off of? Because I'd imagine... Oh, we just go to Rodrigo and we kind of go, this is what we're doing okay. or whatever. And he's he going, yeah, grand, do whatever you want. Like, do you mean he doesn't interfere with what we're doing? Which is crucial, really, isn't it? As a band. Like, but see, he's so many bands on his label anyway. I'd say the guy is getting bombarded every day by bands going... You know, I it's, a, it's a massive list all yeah. right but and i mean plus he like he works as well as doing the label and he plays in bands himself like yeah okay. like he plays drums and everything like he plays in a band called Maligner, he plays drums with them actually they they brought out their album last year on blood harvest and like if you like death and dark angel and sadist and stuff like that yeah fucking right up your street like. oh well jesus there you so, go that's one yeah, I, I, rodrigo's on the scene about 20 years like yeah he's like yeah, ourselves so he's fucking and maybe he's a bit younger than us is he? Uh, i don't know i think <laughs> i'd like to think we're a bit younger than him <laughs> <laughs> um so before you go um there's one more thing um because i know you're old school and stuff like that but uh and i'm gonna put you on the spot who was your favorite sport that we played that you played, yeah. Uh, I mean, you have a fucking nice list there, man. Atheist, atheist for me, hands oh, down. Yeah, Christ. I fucking love atheist. Yeah, yeah, piece of time one was it? Um, to came back was the Jupiter album. Mm, not yeah. sure that one. They, no. they brought that out. It was like 2010. Okay, oh, ah, yeah, there you we, go. We supported uh, atheist. To me, you no know, fucking when I was growing up, unquestionable presence and piece of time. Yeah, piece of time. Sorry. Yeah, persist. Fuck it. Did Those I say two albums of time. And no, peace of mind. I did say very maiden. <laughs> But yeah, unquestionable, unquestionable presence. Like, but we got to meet. Like, we met up with Kelly Schaefer and Steve Flynn. Like, they're the only two remaining original yeah. members left. Correct. Yeah, we were chatting to them. They were fucking sound out, man. Do you know they're dead on, like. So that was probably my favorite, like, support gig that we yeah. did. And when, when was that? Actually, that was about two thousand and ten. That was in the button factory up in Dublin. Two thousand and ten. Yeah. Fucking hell! So it was a long time ago, like. Yeah, and what yeah. about lately? I mean, lately. I mean, you'd, you've got like Cannibal Corpse, Possessed, Snap, Bam, Dead. We didn't play. Six, we didn't six. play with Corpse at all, didn't she? No, no. no. I wonder why did that come. No, up Cannibal there? Corpse was um, it was tour support. Oh, was it? So yeah, it did the same. Okay, like the same band with them. No way that came up. Fucking weird. Yeah, but that was cool. Yeah, um, Destroyer Six Six Six. We we uh, came up from Cork. There was a shitload of us came up, and. Um, we were all buzzing for you so much, man. That was so, and I think, I think, yeah, the siege was on uh, the previous few months ago, and I kept saying to the lads because you were in the Casbah um, that day when we, because I was bigging you up big time, and you were in the Casbah that day, and I don't know, I don't think the sound fucking did you justice. So um, that was 2017, I think. Was yeah, it? I think it would have yeah. been. Yeah. So yeah. fuck it. When destroyer six six six. And when I heard then, like we all love Destroyer 666, and I went, fucking hell, Zila Cult yeah. on the main stage. And I tell you, the fucking sound you had, lads. That oh, was deadly. It was fucking brilliant. But we'd played with Destroyer 666 the year beforehand in Dublin. It was on New Year's Eve. So it was like Invictus organised it. So it was like a big New okay. Year's Eve party, and Destroyer 666 were playing it. Yeah. So that was fucking brilliant as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, three times we played with Destroyer. And did you meet the lads? Were yeah, they all right? we're fucking yeah, hanging out. Yeah, they were grand men. We're sound. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because like they're fucking half Australian, half German. Yeah, they're mad cunts, like, but fucking, <laughs> they're sound cunts as well. Were they like, able to drink, like? Oh, fucking well <laughs> able to drink. Yeah, big time. Yeah, <laughs> to drink the cross off a of fucking acid. <laughs> um, the last thing there, do you know anything about the support bands that are um, playing with you in America? 
um, Left Crass yeah. are doing the three gigs with us. Right. They're really good. They're okay. filthy sounding death metal. You should check them out. Okay. They're really, really good. Oxalator, pretty cool as well. And They're Skull Shitter. Haven't checked them out yet. I have to get around them. The what name is name. fucking mad, yeah. <laughs> Part of me thinks they're grind or something. I don't know. I haven't listened to them yet. I'll have to check them out. <laughs> but I checked out Left Cross and they're pretty cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're filthy sounding death metal. Do you know, like, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you want. Yeah. yeah. So look, I want to thank Mick for making the time to appear on the Metal Cell podcast. As I said, we're over in uh, his favourite... Uh, over in the Clayton Hotel. Over in his favourite <laughs> hotel. Pure rock star fucking Cheers, hell. man. Thanks they're for having us on the show, man. Fucking yeah, deadly, yeah. They're just a fucking super death metal band, and cool. we all respect the old school death metal, and these lads do it to perfection. Uh, so this is the Metal Cell over and out. Uh, check us out on Facebook, um, Instagram, and if you're a band, get in contact with me at themetalcell at gmail.com. <laughs>
Yes, it is. It's making a face.